hello, this is Augusta Lee Podcast on this Saturday. This is Richie. We got Ross, Matdown, Dynamite, Rampage recap. Plus, we're going to deep dive dope into the Sami Zayn storyline with the Bloodline. Much more. Plus, we're going to do Dynamite. There is a story, story percussion within Dynamite. And some wrestling news and much more. So stay tuned for the whole episode of Augusta Ali Podcast. Alright. Alright, let's start with the Raw recap. Let's Sami Zayn as he makes appeal for Kevin Owens to help him take down the bloodline. So yeah, but this week. So Sami Zayn opened the show by addressing the loss to Roman Reigns in his elimination chamber. Zayn insisted the story wasn't over for saying there was one person to speak with, calling Kevin Owens to the ring. Zayn appealed to his former friend to help him take down the bloodline. Which Owens refused, telling Zayn he had, was fine fighting the bloodline on his own. If Zayn needed help, he should have called his friend Jay. So, yeah, this segment was Sami Zayn trying to appeal to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens said no, he is not having it. He has to, Kevin Owens was fighting the bloodline by himself. He doesn't trust Zayn no more. So, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's about. Alright, let's start with it. was a matchup with Sami Zayn. Defeating Grand Corbin by pinfall after Hellula kick. Corbin attacks Zayn after the open promo, laying Zayn out for returning the crowd. He was right when he predicted Zayn would get destroyed by Reigns in front of his family and friends. Fired up Zayn, starting the ring for an impromptu match. He was able to win with a relative ease. Zayn's story obviously did not end when he lost to Reigns, despite the outrage of a certain portion of WWE fans. Zayn has plenty more to do in taking down the bloodline, even as Reigns move on to his match with Cody Rose at WrestleMania. Owens and Zayn will obviously reunite at some point ahead of WrestleMania. Will make great for a great moment for now. Those all tease and making sure WWE keeps Zayn as hot as possible. Yeah, basically Zayn's story is going to continue on to WrestleMania if he is on is in WrestleMania or not. So, all right, Asandari interview backstage. Austin quickly complained on how the headlines aren't about him as current and future WWE, but insisted about John Cena's return. For it suggests that the two will clash at WrestleMania. Then Derry grants a win over Edge later in the night, being a legend in home country of, of crap ass Canada. So yeah, this was Derry talking shit about Edge and his Canadian roots. So, or and also there was going to be a John Cena Austin Derry match WrestleMania this year. So. Stay tuned for that. You might as well watch it, see the match. So, Mufasa Ali defeated Del Ziggler by Piffo with a crucifix. Basically, Ali countered Famouser from Ziggler with a handstand to set up the final pinning combination. This was a short match. I don't care for that match. It sucked. I don't know why they put matches like that. I get it. Ziggler needs a job. Ali, Ali needs a job. So, let's get to it. A Cody Rose promo was interrupted by Paul Heyman. Heyman asked if he really had thought Drew would meant to win the Spirit Championship at WrestleMania. The lack of time at home with his family and consistent obligation for a corrupt company. Rhodes responded he had no choice but to finish the story at WrestleMania. So this story is about like Heyman asked Cody Cody if he was meant the championship that means lack of home with his family, obligation of the company. So it's basically Paul Heyman has a surprise volume, Brandy. And he may well have a little surprise, so, yeah. Yeah, something like that. MVP and Omos issue a challenge to Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania. 
MVP told Lesnar to show up at person next week to announce his decision. We're getting Almas versus Lesnar, WrestleMania, pretty much a snow still matchup. You know, snow as well. <sighs> anyway, we have Seth Rollins defeating the Miz by a referee stoppage. So Rollins hit Miz with double stops, first referee intervened to stop the match. Rollins attempted to deliver a message to Logan Paul for interfering in the limited chamber. This so by punishing Paul's former mentor and teammate. Yeah, we're getting Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania. So we're getting some more of that. And yeah, yeah, it is basically more like that. Well, we, we now go to Becky Lynch and lead a challenging damage control to a women's tag team title match. Bailey was hosting her damage control tapes on an episode of Ding Dong Hello with Lynch and Lita erupted at the challenges shoot. Bailey is set on a half at Dakota Kai, Io Sky, leaving the pair looking confused. His lady confirmed that the tag team title match will take place next Monday. So yeah, it will take place next Monday. So what is what is this? So yeah. It is how you it is what it is. Okay, Boston Reed defeated Chad Gable by Pitbull after just tsunami. Let's go to that. So Gable was distracted, but Otis was also the ring being cornered by Maxine Dupree, leading to the finish. So yeah, this was a straight match. Boston Reed wins. So yeah, Lashley attacked Elias during a summer where Elias was asked someone to face him at WrestleMania. Lashley grabbed the microphone said, anyone, you will destroy anyone, respect them from now on. So, yeah, this is more destructive Lashley, so we're getting some of that more often. All right, let's go to the main event. The United States Championship, Austin Theory, defeated Edge by Pitfall with A-Town Dawn. So, Edge was most made for winning the time when Ben Balor ran to the ringside. Edge managed to knock Ben Balor from the ring apron for Balor to return and kick Edge to right Right into the theory's finisher after the match, Balor hit Edge with a coup de grace three times. So yeah, Raw was okay with some storylines, but still, it, it the same storyline carried it. But most of the show was shit. So I don't know why, but Raw is pretty much shit. So let's let's give it that. And you know, Raw like honestly, Monday Night Raw is still getting worse. The only good was though was the Bloodline, but I said Raw is still shit. You know, honestly, I don't know why Raw's still on Monday, but now WWE sucks at this point. It still sucks. Even Triple H booking, it still sucks, you know? So I don't know why people will say that WWE is better than AEW. That's just stupid. Yeah, Tony Khan, like, Tony Khan is not perfect, but, but you know, Hunter's not perfect either. He has shit booking, you know? Like, I don't know what's that with Hunter, so. Yeah, so watch the like honestly watch the product with AEW and you'll see why it's not it doesn't sucks, you know? Like honestly, I don't know what you got people thinking. Like it's what it is if you thought and I don't know, like wrestling is something you culture like Alright, let's go to the dynamite recap. Orange Castle start with Cassidy versus versus you Utah. He defeated him to retain the the L native Atlantic Championship. This was a pay-per-view qualifier opener for sure. Yuta had no choice but to play heel here. He did very well without going overboard. Like, the crowd was into it, especially with the ending is sequence. Like, the visual, you can visual you just gum sticking right on the forehead across Cassidy is one that you gotta check out. 
Like, there's some YouTube on AEW. YouTube, check them out. No, I'm just telling you right now. Well, in the post-match, Cassie wanted a hug. Cassinoli appeared and told Yuna not to. He's brushed past Cassidy. So, this is good. We don't know what's going on with the Blackpool Combat Club. They're going to turn a heel. They're edging towards a heel turn. So, then who's... Will NJF turn face or Brian Danielson will turn heel? This is a game we don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to NJF's character. Like, like NJF is still the heel. Like, like they hated the bot, the combat club club, so it's no hope. So, they might be in, a, like, a partnerships. I don't know what's going on, you know? Wrestling is how a culture is. So, all right, Renee Paquette, backstage with him. And then Paige and Ima Uno. So, Heyman Page about to say he was prepared for John Moxley when, I mean, Uno was prepared for Moxley when Page erupted. Uno immediately cut him off, told him not to get involved. It's time for Dark Order to stand up for themselves. This is racist in the in the making for Dark Order. Evil Uno is going to stand up and kick Moxley's ass later on tonight. So, yeah, this is a boost for Dark Order. I'm happy. I want something for Dark Order to do something, and this is I need for that. Alright, let's go to Ricky Starks promo. We got stylish Ricky Starks makes his way to talk about recent struggles with Jericho Appreciation Society. So, Starks accepted Jericho doesn't want to have a rematch. He'll move on with the crowd chair for Starks had an open contract for a match of revolution. Jericho made his way out and said Starks isn't done with him until Jericho says, so I beat him already. Jericho says Starks is on his level. Pretty Peter Avalon made his way out to start the open challenge. Jericho hit that just effect on the stage. That's robbing us of hearing more Avalon's amazing entrance music. So Jericho came on the ring saying, you can't have a revolution around him. So it says, if they, can't, if they can wrestle with him again, he'll just have JS interfere once more. Starks questioning Jericho can get the job done by himself. Starks convinced Jericho to set the match, even they saying JS wouldn't allow to get involved, but doesn't have a pen. Starks Clearly does, and Jericho signed the contract that's falling right into the truck's trap. Jericho says no one's supposed to must the ultra, and Starks gave a wing to the camera. So we we heard people recorded words with some of the T's of all the Battle Royal later tonight. There was some pre-recorded words, so mm -hmm, there was some of that. We heard, so now the acclaimed defeated the Ariadne and Big Bill Lee, or Big Bill Casanoli, or wait, Kit. Cas XL, like Big Bill Cassell, like it was Big Bill or something. Oh, it's Stokely halfway, of course. So, Siobhan, like it was a small match or stuff. They claimed one of the way to four way tile match and revolution. So, Siobhan introduced Christian Cage to stage, and Jungle Boy and Jungle Perry immediately attacked him from behind. Perry piled two chairs, allowed to do the concerto, but couldn't bring himself to do it at first. Lauren Cage to get a low blow. So Cage slammed Perry's head appealing onto the chair, busting Perry's open. Referees and Dr. Farley made their way to back quick Cage off. A video package of Warlow and Simone Jones showing Jones said the biggest mistake was ever made will be standing back in the ring with him at Revolution. So Saria with, with Tony Storm defeated Sky Blue. A quick win for Saria in the interfered field contest at the post match built up last week. Ruby Sora realized that the women's time is more important than picking whose side she's on the moment. Before starting the Saria could spray blue paint post match, Big Baby Jimmy Hater hit the rainbow where it can happen. As Storm Saria sprayed the ray ramp, Ruby Sora hit music hit. She didn't care about either of them. She stared down Hater and signed, she wants the AW Women's title. So, yeah. 
<sighs> Jamie Hader mm, is mostly uh like Jamie Hader is gonna fight the town against Ruby Solo and and Soria at, at Revolution. That's gonna happen. Um, Brian Dixon problem. All right. Dennis and Mendes went into massive elevation, a great back in Phoenix. Dennis talked about Magic a bounty on his head. And I'm sorry, mentor, Wheel Regal, but before he can say anything else, Andrew MJ interrupted. MJ said he's been abandoned by anyone who's ever loved, but he talked about a girl who changed her and wanted to start a fan until she left him. This guy, you deserve a chance. MJ said, this, the, the thing that makes him feel loved is the AEW World Championship. The AEW title is the only thing that keeps them from taking a handful of pills to call it a day. That Andrew said, Dennis and Sonny will never have a happy, healthy family that he takes for granted. Then NJ hates Dennis and have more conscious concussions than anyone else. Every time he sets foot in the ring, he says wrestling is more important than his family. It spit NJ in the face and mentions putting a pill addicted Regal in the hospital. NJ will punish Dennis for everything he's taken for granted and mentions Dennis's kids. NJ looks in the camera saying hi to Birdie and grab Dad's arm and make him submit so he never be able to play again. NJ said he'll give Dad an early onset CTE on March 5th. And Dennison hopped in with American friends can they immediately hit the ring and separate them. So each broke free referees and every agent separated them as well. Dennison spread around the floor, got a clean shot and jumped at the segment. So yeah, this was a crazy segment. This was all doubt a great segment for Brian Jan Danson and MJF. I am excited for that match at the pay-per-view, so let's see how it goes. So, alright. Told you about backstage hater, but Baker, hater said Surreal will come back, try to wreak havoc, undefeated as well. Hater said Ruby Soul deserved Tasha. Also, they made it a triple threat match and women's title match at, at Revolution. So, as I said before, it's a triple threat for the women's title. I said before. Alright, we got Jet Jarrett Lethal. Alright, I mean Jet Jarrett and Jay Lethal winning the tag team out of Royal to advance the Revolution, the AW Revolution tag team fatal four way match. I mean, the tag team title fair worldweight match. Oi, I'm trying to get better at this. So there was almost as many people ringside in the natural match. I was surprised that... I was honestly surprised who won. I considered it was already the challenge pretty recently. I was personally hoping for best friends or Aussie Open to take this. Then we get a video pack... Then we get a video package about House of Black, talking about problem in the company, eradicated. They call it the Elite for Rampage this week, talk about their status. So yeah, this is basically nothing how you do. Alright, we go to Tony Khan's announcement. Renee Paquette's backstage with Tony Khan. He says this huge announcement should be made by an AW top. And Cole walked in and said next month there will be a weekly one hour TV series immediately after Dynamite Call. AW All Access. It will be unfair to look at AW and Cole said this is something you won't be able to miss. Because the other show has ups and downs. Cole said the night the show debuts will make his in-ring return on that episode of Dynamite. So, yeah, mm -hmm. we don't know what it is. Uh, it's going to be a big night. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. John Moxley versus, defeated, I mean, versus Evil Udo. This was pretty brief, but hard hitting when it lasted. Like, basically, Udo put up a strong effort, crowd cheer for him, bled badly towards the end. Moxley also had bled gusher at the end, thanks to him and Paige. I know it's going to be a permanent thing, but the Blackpool Combat Club came across the heels in his main event. So Moxley got the rear naked choke. Uda passed out. Moxley wouldn't let go. 
Silva Reynolds kept the ring to make the save, but Claudio, Claudio Castanelli went to Utah right out to find them all. Him and Pedro Stevenson spread the ring with Barbara wrapped around his fist and popped Moxley right in the face to bust him open badly. So Paige tried to buck shot Larry, but Moxley bailed the ring. Ring, but he's bleeding and gusher. So yeah, this was a great main event, and what it is is how I how I how so it's like. Yeah, I don't know what that means. So, what is the main event? What is the main event? So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It pretty much was Dynamite. Yeah, that was a Dynamite episode. It was pretty good. It had a 1 million point million ratings. So, this was a great episode in my book. So, alright. Next, here comes SmackDown. Now, I'm right. I mean, next, here comes SmackDown recap now. Alright, let's get to SmackDown. So, SmackDown basically played a host to emotional heavy encounter between Zayn Uso. The close friends turned foes remain at odds while Jay Uso's allegiances hang somewhere in the middle. I mean allegiance. So, the aftermath of the Elimination Chamber left many unanswered qu questions regarding the bloodline. Jay Uso refusing to do Roman Reigns' bidding in Montreal, leading to physical response by Reigns. Zayn attempted to capitalize on the stretching, but accidentally struck Jay Uso. Both Zayn, Jimmy, and Uso fought for Jay Uso's support on Friday night. And let's go. And now, SmackDown also featured a meeting between SmackDown's Michelle Flair, Ripley, Wyatt, Dre McIntyre, Drew McIntyre, Champion Gunther, Ray Mysterio, Ronda Rousey. Those are the other stars who made big appearances. So let's go to Jimmy and Jay Uso. They had a loaded conversation. Jimmy also. Uso basically, Jay, I mean, Jimmy, Jay Uso remains split. Like, so basically, Jimmy Uso opens SmackDown. He tells the interviewer that Uso, Jay, mean, has not returned his calls or texts in his elimination chamber. Jimmy Uso informed his twin brother they could meet in the ring. Jimmy Uso said he could allow Jay Uso to get everything off his chest. So Jimmy Uso confides Skull's Cola that Jay Uso appears to be spoke, booked over a split between Zayn and Bloodline. Jimmy is in the show where his brother heads out of the information aftermath from Elimination Chamber. The special counsel, Heyman, recommended Jimmy Uso deal with A. Uso by himself while Skola remained backstage. So Jimmy heads to the ring, close out SmackDown, close out, Smack, close out SmackDown. Basically, it was the main event. Jimmy Uso acknowledged that Jay Uso was conflicting hurt. Jimmy Uso's sister will always be here for him. For Jay Uso, he announced the cracks in the bloodline, the group's ongoing issue, issues with Zayn, and when was Jay Uso's problems with Reigns. So Zayn interrupted Jimmy Uso entering through the crowd. Zayn assured he was able to speak with Jimmy Uso. Zayn reflected how Jimmy Uso was the one who welcomed him to the fold, stood by him, even when Jay Uso and the rest of the group was hesitant. Zayn said how hurtful he was that Jimmy Uso attacked him with a hesitation of the Royal Rumble. Jimmy Uso accused Zayn of being selfish. Zayn argued that having his loyalties tested every week by the bloodline was unfair. Both men were distracted by President Jay Uso in the crowd. Zayn offered Uso a chance to jump ship for the bloodline sank. Distracted by Jay Uso's, Jay Uso's rival. Jimmy Uso blindsided Zayn. The assault would not last. A last attention by Jimmy Uso allowed Zayn to allow him out with a hell of a kick. Zayn exited the crowd by his color, came to Jimmy Uso's aid. Zayn and Jay Uso exchanged looks before Zayn fled. Jay Uso remained in the audience to close the show. So, yeah, that was the main event. 
So Harry preys on part of the bloodline storyline is getting redundant. The ongoing drama between Zayn and the bloodline continues to be the most consistent, enthralling, well-booked storyline for wrestling. Zayn and Jimmy Uso spoke with, with prevention and they move made valid classes. Furthermore, Jimmy Uso's acknowledgement of friction between Jimmy Uso and Reigns should not be overlooked. Even some buffoonish pro wrestling should be over. Wrestling can see everything happen in front of him. The choice to keep Jay Uso in the crowd as a wise one, allowing the story to breathe. Heyman kept Skola backstage and was also consistent with Heyman and Reigns' effort to distract Skola from more turbulent members of the bloodline. And pretty much that's the story right there. So, anyway. The Imperium, Gunther, Kaiser, and Giovanni defeated Metcalf, Strowman, and Ricochet by pinfall after Gunther planted Moss with a powerbomb. After the match, McIntyre had to confront the Imperium, but attacked by the Viking Raiders. McIntyre, Sheamus, Strowman, and Ricochet beat down the Raiders. Santos Escobar told Rey Mysterio how much he respects him. This led to a confrontation between Escobar and the duo Dominic Mysterio Ripley. That was from the rest of the show. Kofi kicks to defeat LA Knight by pinfall after Trouble in Paradise, preceded by distraction from Xavier. Flair and Dominic Mysterio had a back and forth about their famous fighters. The segment concluded with a stare down between Flair Ripley, most likely. Shane Baszler defeated Natalia by submission after snatching a cross arm bear bar. Ronda Rousey and Tia Knox had a conversation post match. Why is there a strange meta episode of Fire Funhouse involving Lashley, Bray Wyatt? So this will be, I think he's Lashley versus Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. Some funny, fantastic match. Karen Cross defeated Rey Mysterio by submission after locking on the cross jacket courtesy of a distracted by Dominic Mysterio. So Dominic Mysterio provoked as far as to hit him post-match, but Mysterio showed restraint and walked away. Basically what I said that what closed out the show was Jamie Oso, Jay, the Bloodline storyline. That mostly closed out the show. SmackDown was actually good. The rest of the matches were the stories besides the Bloodline was crap. The only thing that was good with WWE and SmackDown right now is the Bloodline. But the rest of the stories Triple H is producing is pretty much shit in my book. So the Bray Wyatt is worse. I'm sorry. It's worse. It sucks. The Bloodline is good. I'll give Triple H that. So, but it was started by Vince McMahon originally, so, what do you expect? Like, Vince, it was, Vince Heritage gave it to Hunter to make the bloodline more, more interesting, create a story, and something what you need to do. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that's what you have to do. So, yeah. Alright, let's go to the Rampage recap. The episode featured... Sangavar, Daniel Garcia, fear being a pair of sexy boys, the Young Bucks side profile, and more. So let's get to the recap. Young Bucks versus Aussie Open. Mecca was ringside. Aussie Open had the power edge. So Young Bucks ride with an agile flippy advantage. Young Bucks worked for hot time moments to run wild. When they set up the monster draw, the lights went off for the mouths of Black Mind Games. Lights on. Aussie open. Regain control. The Bucks rallied for victory by arranging Mark Davis to hold Fletcher for a power drive position. Then they kicked Davis' legs out of force. The downward motion and power drive by his total teammate. The Bucks connect on the BTE trigger to pin Fletcher. Young Bucks defeat Aussie open. Afterwards, lights out and the monster blasts around the ring. Lights out again, they were sort of gone. Contact broke news that Elite would defend the Trios titles against House of Black and Revolution March 5th. So, yeah, Best Friends interview was by far 
nearly a breakdown. And Austin Gunn. Austin Gunn basically piped the Chuck Taylor's knee. Colton Gunn ran the pipe into Trent's head. The guns cackled with laughter at the damage done. So, yeah. Iron Cassidy, Dan Hansen checked on their pals. Cassidy's P with information of Pepper Trades will allow us later that Cassidy will defend the Atlanta Championship against Big Bill and Morrissey next week. So, yeah. Toy Star versus Willow Nightingale. Serena was ringside. Willow powers a rally for a cannibal in a corner and a death rally driver. Serena held on to the apron, so Willow to the ring. Started Cavalier's situation like chop blocking Willow. Storm finished with a power driver. After the match, Serena Storm brought out the spray paint. We saw save the Mean Girls ran away. Dr. Baker MD and Jamie Hayter came out for fisticuffs. But they're clean. We're attacked by Zayn and Jane Lethal. Jack Jarrett, Stone Ain't Done, Sam Singh. Lethal applied a figure for a mass caster while Dutch jabbed the pencil to wrap his eye. Both these backstage tag team sold. Scenes go back to the arrangement made of diamond for the guns and Lethal Jarrett to take out the competition. Prior to the four way tag team title match of Revolution, Jacob goes another through her opponents for undefeated Red Girl. Who is left? Jay asked for her favorites to meet her. Steve Walker's all competition. So it's Lance Archer versus Brian Saturn. So Jake Snake Roberts was at Archer's side. The return of the Murderhawk monster. Saturn charged at the ramp for a start. Archer saw it coming and lifted him in the air on the back body drop. Archer proceeded with a hot squash to win Malaria. So we got Dustin Rhodes, Aston, Keith Lee was up to task of challenging Swear Strickland and Parker Bordex next week. Lee was gained. The force is strong. Dustin was sent Mughal, Mughal, and Fillion's hell for, to hell for good. Mark Harris interviewed the main event participants. Daniel Garcia's title of dis disrespect showing towards Guevara. The Spanish guy is a three-time TNT champion, a pillar of the company. Garcia is making his mission for standing to get the respect he deserves. Sammy hugged Garcia for his kind words. Archer Andrade's aim is to prove the ring deal. Real deal. Being just Jericho was an upset fluke. He is sad to see. Just Archer, no words, enough talk. Henry calls with time for the main event. Stokely Havley took credit for Hook's reassignment because of settlement. He picked the man to face Hook, alluding to Ethan Page. But Page started Matt Hardy's name, and Hardy was called off guard first. They got in the mood. Hardy was reeling the vibe, shot the hit by Hook. Hook, in the right. Hook, area the match for halfway wins. Isaiah Cass added it with bad for ringside. Page was, was in on the prince, just no disqualification. This is me unofficial. Unofficial official. If Hook beats Hardy to retain the FW Championship next week, there's a good chance Hook will have halfway in the match. San Garvera versus Action Andrade. So there's the Dan Garcia ringside action all around. Aggression. I meant all high flying aggression increased by throwing blows in the center ring. Sammy on the knee, does kick another jumping knee, ran to the standing Spanish fly by Andrade. Garcia went for a distraction. Shin. And went for a distraction, right? So Andrade kicked him on the apron. Action Leonard spring for a set time. Sammy kicked out the cover. Andrade went to finish her spring over. The time, Gar this time, Garcia was ready to close on the rookie out of sight. Referee Sammy pounced with the win with that GTH. So Sammy Guevara and Andrade brought the heat for the Siamese event. It was an Siamese event. So the finish cut out the legs of cheating Garcia, side from the was full steam while showcasing Andrade as a real deal. So to me, his skills sign with Sammy was dancing partner, the blowing friendship between Sammy Garcia and one Sarah Garcia is one of my favorite minor stories in AEW. This is actually my favorite stories in AEW right now. 
The dual sexy boys pose for funniest moment of the show. You'll see yourself a side of a star and stiffest character with shown ability to embrace the sports entertainment side. So, the Young Bucks also open. They brought out Danny in a match up at the broadcast. So, AW unfortunately come in at Common Christian booking Clutch Cold. Bars were very hard bars to use. So, the fish may also look foolish. So, the Pajar partnership reserved for mid card teams. Honestly, Austin have a chance to return in Japan. Pam, I see Margaret has hopped it up. It up. Wants to see him clash with Butcher in the Tazing Competition. The trio title builds Lockluster, House of Blackers, the elite match I definitely want to see. The stars should be lost of the pay per view. I feel like there's still a lot to work with. Yeah, kind of bounced on the beginning of the feud. So, yeah. Well, Nigel was fun, as always. That portrays how nicely Saria and Tony Storm made her root against them. So Will has a good message that fits her personality. Pop the crowd, running cannibal spectators excited. She understands work, work the frenzy, just as lowering her stress from a sporting perspective. But only to tighten up the mental game. She oddly turned her back on the mental. You know, Storm, Iron Smasher behind as a rookie mistake. Fighting Rusher from the thing in the punch man hula That was few. Ooh, we seen before next time, but hey, music, sack was like playing during the chase. All right, quick thoughts on the rest of the show. So, Xavier World of the Week was Bala Jack described how Kenny Mega overcome with anger. So, the backstage beatdowns were amusing and large and lightweight with a huge pipe, pencil the eye. Midhart versus Hook is straight matchmaking a win. Smith Hook is for real, and there's question of Hardy with throwing the match offers halfway on a platter. All right, well, let's see. Yeah. So basically, Rampage was a good show. I don't know, it was good. So let's get to the news. Alright, Hall of Fame McFoley acts as a special guest host for this week's God TV third annual fundraising. This was for this week, announced. So, Basine is going to help child help. So basically, God TV is going to announce like a third annual charity event. There's so many. Uh, three. It's like an online auction commentating, helping out child, child help and stuff. Mick Foy is going to be like basically, like, Mick Foy is going to be basically, like, what's it again? Oh, yeah. Like, Mick Foy is going to be a special guest host. So, and that's, Mick Foy is a terrible guy. So, that's what it is. It's going to take place on, it's going to be on Thriller, on a Thriller service. It'll be on WrestleCon in, in a downtown Los Angeles. We're going to, along with Valerie, Valerie Salcaval, Winningham. Who the f- oh, it's her last name. Lisa Marie, Toria, Vera, and Five Pie Champion, Women's Champion, Mickey James. So, yeah. Or more times. I don't care. So, yeah. That's basically like a charity thing. So, yeah. She's a four. Nguyen has a four announcer. So, I don't care. It's like, just a mania is cool. Uh, yeah. What it is, how wrestling is, how, yeah, you know. WWE UK broadcast home when we come to any sports. So, BT Sports has been official of UK broadcast home for WWE. Has been recently rebranded THG Sports on July after the broadcaster was acquired. After the broadcaster was acquired by Warner Bros. Discovery. So, stateside TNT broadcast AEW Rampage and TNT. TNT Sports will broadcast WWE and both, and both are owned by Warner Bros. Discovery. So, yeah, that's pretty much the news. Yeah. Then AEW's Red Hot Corrida puts AEW in uncharted waters. So, so AEW is not a hot child waters. It needs to evolve because of it. Honestly, in my opinion, yes, when they formed a company four years ago, Pro Wrestling Honest was solving a product, getting from WWE for alternative. 
That's why we have Ring of Honor New Japan picking up Steam and still still under WWE umbrella. So Bryce, while WWE will ride on sales star, enjoying stories, scripted promo, lack of quality and ring action on a basis. AEW began fans, everything Mr. Man Company wasn't back in the big time networks. Yeah, back AEW back when network TV and TNT and TBS, Warner Brothers, whatever. So, WWE throw NXT against AEW on Wednesday did not slow down. I felt like the first time since the Fable and Monday Night War, late 90s, WWE Cop opposite. But, AEW won. Let's, so, this time I helped from Vince to have to do control, state of control, created AAA after a sexual harassment scandal. The company has evolved now producing what fans longing for a return to. So, basically, behind the Bloodline story, a great focus on mid-card titles. A more organic promos and more detailed drama filled storytelling. Nobody could be at the start of his hottest period of years. And honestly, it can. No, all the only thing that was so hot was the bloodline. The rest, the stories right now, the triple just are shit. Alright? The bloodline is good, that's about it. Let's let's agree to that. So don't bullshit about it, because the only thing is good is the bloodline. That's it. The rest of the stories WWE produced right now is shit. I'm saying shit. No crowd reaction from Bronson Reed. No crowd reaction from Karen Cross. No crowd reaction. They're shit characters. I don't know what you're fucking producing. The only thing is good is the bloodline. The rest Triple H is producing is shit. It's wholesome shit. Fuck Triple H. I know nothing. The bloodline was created by Vince. The story was originally created by Vince originally. So that's one thing Vince did good. The rest Triple H created. He did shit. He right. The one he's good at, he handled the bloodline story out of credit well, but the rest, shit. Let's 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 work on right down the other news. Now we reportedly set the run two PLs to clip WWE King in the Ring, Queen in the Ring, whatever. So this was according to Breasted Thurston, Red Bananics, whatever, who is yeah, Breasted Thurston, WrestleNomics, WWE planned two PLEs in May. The first one was Blacklash, Saturday, Saturday, and the other one's gonna be King and Queen in the Ring. I see it going on. Saudi Arabia, yeah, premier live schedules, uh-huh, so no one cares, it's, it's Saudi, King Queen Ring is gonna happen in Saudi Arabia, who cares, so, so, whatever, what it is, what it is, so, up there are Mercedes next to her opponents, so, basically, so, her, this is from Dave Meltzer saying that the, their two opponents are gonna be against, so against NCM as Soccer Genesis, for and then Maya Iwani at All Star Queendom, so both set events set for this April. So that's ironic. So let me know. They're gonna get a double title women's match in Sardom, Do Japan, whatever against Gila, against Tim Nikio. Yeah, this is basically what's gonna happen. Mercedes, that's her. She wants to continue her New Japan tour. Let it continue. Who cares? Let's. It's what it is. So I want Mercedes to come to AEW. Don't let her near Impact. Impact is shit. It's same like TNA. It's always shit. Move on. Move on. Okay. Um. F Hardy court case relating to June 22. DUI has been closed. Yeah. The whole case DUI has been closed. Jeff Hardy is going to be served 30 days in prison and jail. But. But since it'll be 30 days credit time service. He'll have to serve jail time. But. Hardy's going to have to basically. He's gonna have, he loses like he can't use his lights for ten years. His lights is suspended for ten years. He already served his he already served his 38 days in jail, which is where time credit is served. 
and he's gonna be he's forced to, he's on probation for twenty four months. Fine four thousand dollars. Court costs listed as five hundred eighty six dollars. That's true. Hardy if it Hardy's driver's license is better for ten years. There's additional sentences for vehicle impoundment for nine days and vehicle interlock device for two years. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So all provisions include attending DUI school or drug rehabilitation programs, community service. So yeah. Hardy is sentenced. This is Hardy's gonna have to get cleaned. Get cleaned. Get clean. Get clean, Hardy. Get your fucking ass clean. Don't fuck it up. Alright. We got Ardley on Saudi Arabia report interest in purchasing WWE. Basically, like, what happened was that now Saudi Arabia is interested in purchasing WWE. This is when David Meltzer, he says now Saudi Arabia is interested in purchasing WWE. They're confirming the interest there. So, it's a, it's something their goal. They want to cover up for the bullshit about political human rights shit. So, they're trying to buy WWE. So, they can get away with this. And, you know, that's... That's sorry about for you, so that's not that we could do. So anyway, this this was a solid podcast. I'll see y'all next Saturday. Bye.